If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I wanna make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pulled back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3X increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from 8,000 per month, for example, to 20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Double Your Sales, your resources to selling strategies, tips, and best practices to take your performance to the next level. There's no reason you can't double your sales. So let's get to it with your sales coach, Ursula Menches. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Double Your Sales Now, where you learn all the tips, mindset shifts, tools, and strategies to two times your sales in any niche. I'm your host, Ursula Minches, and I can't wait to dive into today's, today's show because I have the most amazing, the most incredible guest. So let's get started. Her name is Abigail Walker. She's the founder and CEO of Vivian Liu, a company dedicated to helping women look and feel better in high heels. And I got to tell you... Um, those insoles, those that the product you've developed is amazing. And I know we'll talk a little <laughs> bit about that at the end, but um, Abby, welcome to the Double Your Sales show. Thank you. So honored to be here. Well, I'm honored to ask you these questions. And this is fun. I, what, I, what I'm really enjoying about the podcast is it's like we're sitting here, cups of coffee, just having a conversation at our favorite coffee shop and just hanging out because I know that our listeners and the feedback we're getting from people is that they just, they love the behind the scenes, like what it really took, the raw, the I wanted to give up, the tough stuff as much as the how you did it. So I know you, no matter where you are, you're always willing to share both sides of that. So let's just dive in. When you launched, when you launched Vivian Liu, what, if any, limiting beliefs did you have about sales or selling? It's one of my favorite questions. I asked this one. This is where we start with every guest. So let's start there. Sure. I had so much resistance to selling. It was, it was not, I even questioned why I went into business. I had that much aversion to actually selling. But um, I believed so much in this insult that I just, I needed to find a way to get it in front of people. But um, the limiting beliefs that I had when I first launched Vivian Liu was, um, I wasn't worthy. So like I wasn't worthy of making money. Who was I to be asking women to purchase this product from me? Um, I didn't want to seem too pushy. And I had such resistance to actually making the ask. And my ask, ironically, wasn't even picking up the phone call or having a personal conversation. It was asking people to visit my website and make a purchase. So I, w I didn't have to do any, quote unquote, of the hard work where you actually have to speak to someone. And uh, at that time, my main 
uh, venue for making the ask was via email. So I had, um, ironically, when I started the business, um, I was handed a list of women who had already expressed interest in the product. So I had kind of a built-in soft lead, warm lead, if you will. And um, I, I literally was sending them emails and had such physical resistance to doing so. Like I couldn't write the email. I'd get sweaty palms. I'd feel sick to my stomach when I put, would push send. So it was really funny and kind of ironic that um, I couldn't even make an ask via an email. <laughs> but uh, we, we got over that. We got over that. So well, you're not alone in that. I mean, I think everybody who's listening can, you know, feel that experience and that that remembering or maybe it's someone who's listening and that's happening to them today. Like they're literally sitting in front of the computer because I, I think it's the same. The scary thing about writing it in an email is it's going to live forever. Exactly. So there's a lot of that. So tell us a little bit more though. Go back to this when I asked about your limiting belief, like that, just there was these limiting beliefs about deserving or yeah. tell us a little bit more about that because you've managed to overcome it. And I'm sure there's, there's people out there who are like, that's me. Like, I, I'm so scared. I don't feel like I deserve it. How, who am I to ask? Like, t- talk to us a little bit more about that and how it showed up. Sure. And how so, you put- so a, a lot of it. So I honestly, and, and I don't know where these money blocks came from, to be quite honest. Um, but I had quite some heavy baggage when it came to money and and not thinking that I was deserving of it. And um, honestly, what helped me the most in the beginning was um, when you and I had had a conversation. And um, you know, I'm I'm honored to be able to give um, a percentage of all of my sales back to organizations that help disadvantaged women. And so when you kind of put it in a framework where you said, you know, money is simply energy and it's moving from one person to the other person and um, looking at it that way. And then you also helped frame, you don't need to be selfish around money. So, um, you know, it wasn't, I reframed it so that it wasn't coming to me per se. It was coming to me so that I could help other women. It was coming to me so that I could help my husband retire. It was coming to me so I could help, um, you know, my kids um, go to college debt free. It was coming to me so I could be a better person and to help other people. And so when you reframed that for me, it was a lot easier for me to kind of open my eyes and open my, I guess, being to um, receiving money. Mm hmm. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And yeah. and what about you? Because I think there's, as women, especially guys too, but you know, we can, we can make a lot of money for other people on your journey so far. Has there, have you been able to spend any of this on yourself? Have you been able to <laughs> invest in you? Did you buy those shoes that you wanted? Like, I want to know. Sure. Um, I didn't for a long, long, long time, but um, <laughs> you have to celebrate wins and whether they're small wins or pretty substantial wins. Um, I think it's really important to, to celebrate those. So yes, I have over the course of the last year and a half purchased quite a few pairs of shoes as, as celebratory, um, kind of wins for me. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, we've, we've, kind of, you know, we're saving, my husband and I are saving for, um, you know, his long-term dream of becoming a property manager and, and buying property. So, you know, little by little, we're chipping away at that dream, which is just, it's so fun to help kind of fund his dream, given that I have the privilege of living my dream now every sure. single day. So, 
Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. It's going to be interesting to see how you navigate that even more. And we talk a lot in our community about money, loving a plan. And I think that's one thing. And I've shared this with you that you and your husband, you have this clear plan of all the things that this money can impact, you know, not only the nonprofits that you care about, but your own lives, your kids' lives. And it's, you know, it's a tool, it's energy. So it's, it's, you're a great model of, um, you know, living that life, giving back, but also having a clear plan of where you guys want to go. So well, and a lot of that is t- due to you. I mean, it's, it's honestly, you, you have, you've, um, lovingly, but forcefully, <laughs> uh, taught me to, to love looking at numbers and love planning out where it will be coming in and how it will be going out and spent. So thank you. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I get to, I get to ask the fun questions and yeah, sometimes I'm kind of tough, not as tough as Rebecca. We always (laughs) laugh about that, but you know, it's, it's because I I see the potential and I, you know, I don't do the work for those of you who are listening. Like my clients do all the heavy lifting. I'm good at asking the questions. And I really believe, especially, um, for the ladies listening that if we don't have our numbers, we don't understand our numbers, we're not going to get there. But the second you get a plan and you get projections in place and you start to fall in love with your numbers, it's like everything starts to open up to you. I do believe that the numbers open up everything. And so many of us can sit and we can fight it. Like, I don't want to do those reports. I don't want to look at the numbers. But the second you do, it starts to open things up. And this, you know, comes from personal experience. So. And you realize how it's not as difficult as you think it is to reach your goal. Like, Say more we, about that. Yeah. So we, we um, it was our first kind of um, one-on-one coaching for a full day event. And you were asking me to put together a forecast. And I was, again, having like physical resistance. Like I could not get my brain wrapped around numbers. And so you and I sat next to each other and just put numbers into a spreadsheet. And you're like, plan out a half a million dollar a year. I'm like, I, ca- I can't even type that. Like I was having so much resistance. And then, so you actually filled out the spreadsheet and you're like, look, it's not that hard. And, you know, after you stare at these numbers for a while, you're like, oh my gosh, this isn't that hard. And so now, you know, it's still, um, you know, I'm planning, projecting to have a pretty substantial year this year. But if you look at it by month and then break it down by day, you're like, okay, that is a pretty achievable goal. If I, you know, obviously it takes a lot of hard work and you have to put a lot of effort into it, but it's not as difficult if you look at it day by day or week by week or whatever makes sense at the smallest kind of um, time chunk for, for whatever business um, you're in. But for me, you know, having running an e-commerce store, um, it, it's very easy for me to look at it day by day and figure out, you know, where I need to adjust things and, and whatnot. Um, so when you look at it in small increments, it's, it becomes a lot easier to wrap your head around bigger numbers. So, so true. And thank you for saying that. Because for those of you who are listening, for some of you, um, the next step might be to take your monthly goal and just break it into your daily goal. So you know what it takes every single day and then figure out how to get there. It does. Like the more you break it down, the easier it gets. Now, okay, now it's going to get really interesting, Abby. So <laughs> <laughs> I want you to think way back when you... When, because well, let me first point something out that I just realized. Um, as you were talking about us sitting side by side, I'd kind of forgotten about that day. Now I'm remembering that, you know, and you um, because we sat and did that, I actually started doing that with other clients, like really sitting next to them if they hadn't done their projections yet, because I realized what a breakthrough could happen for, for someone. Yeah. But now what I'm realizing is your annual goal has become your monthly goal. I just wanted <laughs> to point that out. That's so fun. And my monthly goals have become my daily goals. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
So that's a, that's a perspective. Wow. Okay. And so I can imagine, I, I want to interview, you know, probably at the end of this year, just to see where you <laughs> end up and what you can share with people. But yes. So I want you to think back, like think way back. When, when did you double your sales for the first time? And as you think back to that time, uh, like, did you celebrate? What do you remember about it? Because I think, I think, you know, I just had a client come through sales camp and she said, I tripled my sales. She said, well, I wasn't at very much, but I tripled them. And I said, you got to count that. You got to count that. And because we all start at zero. So talk to us a little bit about that and what that experience is like for you and what you learned after that first time of doubling your sales. So the first time I doubled my sales was, um, I, um, it was a free seminar you and Tina Pettis were putting on and I was at $1,500 a month. That's how much I was selling. And I knew that my price, that my product was sorely undervalued and underpriced in the market, but I didn't know how to go about kind of repositioning that. And so, um, after, <laughs> after this free seminar, I stayed afterwards and I asked you what you thought of my product and my, um, how I was charging in the marketplace. And you hadn't even tried the product yet. You didn't know me from anyone, but you're like, you need to double your price. You, it's like that, that's it. And so literally the next day I went and I ch- doubled my price on my website, sent an email out to my email list. I only got two nasty grams back from, from my email list and my sales went up. And that month I doubled my sales. <laughs> so it's just ironic when you think about, um, you know, I had such resistance about asking and so I was like, oh, am I charging too much? I can't even ask women for this, you know, for what I was asking. And then you come in and you're like, no, you're undervalued. You're underpriced. You will get more sales if you increase your price. And I'm, sure enough, that happened. <laughs> I doubled yeah. my price. And so it really got me thinking as um, about positioning in the marketplace. And um, I, at the time, I was competing with Dr. Scholl's and kind of the lower end insoles on the market. And my insole um, is so scientifically based and so much more, um, there's so much more science that has gone into the development of this product. And so I was like, you know what, I I should be positioned in a elevated space in the market. And so that just kind of gave me the confidence to keep going. Um, But yeah, when I, when I doubled my sales after I doubled my price, um, you know, and that, that wasn't necessarily just because I doubled my price. I was getting more sales in from um, women who are interested in the product. Um, it was it was great. I mean, so I was still um, not only making, you know, I don't want to say only making $3,000. At the time, that was a tremendous, tremendous win. Um, and I knew that that really the sky was the limit once, once I got kind of wrapped my head around value and positioning in the marketplace. So you just said something really interesting. You said, I knew the sky was the limit. Now, in I'm talking a lot about this in my next book and on this podcast that, you know, it, there's a difference between believing something and then we move into knowing something. Mm-hmm. And so I used to say, what was your new belief? But what was your new knowing? Like your new knowing was that it was unlimited. But how did you know that? And then how did you stick with that belief? Because I, I know you know that belief because I've seen what you've done with your business. But what is that internal world like to know that the sky is the limit? What does that mean? Sure. So um, I've kind of had multiple evolutions in my time working with you. Um, At that time, particularly, I would say I believed in 
the product. The sky was the limit for the product. So that gave me the confidence. So what I was offering, I totally and wholeheartedly believed in what I was offering. So that kind of gave me the courage to keep going because I believed in the product and I believed in the value and I believed that it needed to be elevated in the marketplace. Mm -hmm. Fast forward, I would say a year, six months to a year, um, and I, I told you this before, but, um, you know, I, I am a full believer in this. Um, I have now come to believe in myself. Um, and so I believed in the product and then it was, I helped move that product up into the marketplace and make more sales. Since mm-hmm. doing that, I have come to believe in myself, um, which is just, um, such a gift that I think you give to people is, you know, you ask very simple questions, but you, you frame them in a way that gets people to think about how they act. Um, and I, I know I wrote this in, in my response to, to some of your questions, but, um, and I know this is kind of a cheesy quote, but, but I want to say it because it's so true. And Beyonce once said, um, I don't like to gamble, but if there's one thing I'm willing to bet on, it's myself. And now, um, you know, so I've moved from being able to bet on my product to being able to bet on myself. And it is such a tremendous gift. I mean, it is phenomenal. And so I want to, I want to thank you for kind of helping me move up that chain of believing in my offering to now believing in myself. And, um, you know, so thank you. I mean, it's just, it's, it's wonderful to be able to operate this way. So Nothing makes me happier than seeing my clients' belief in themselves expand to that level where they can do anything. I mean, we know your New York Times bestselling book is going to come out. We know all these things are going to happen. And I, um, but I, so it's, you know, as a coach, like as a coach, and I know you're going to coach and mentor people, more people in the future, but you can, you see what other people can't see, right? I, we just saw like you were, you're sitting on this gold mine. And what's amazing is, about you is how fast you can run. Like as soon as you get a belief, you run with it. You get another belief. Like it's like you're manifesting things so fast. And um, I mean, sometimes it makes my my head spin. I'm like, wow, <laughs> what, did you, what did you just do this month? Holy cow. So I know in the past, one of the things you've talked about is courage and confidence. And you actually have a special quote, which I don't want to mess up. So okay. will you talk about that for a minute? Sure. How that's shown up for you. Sure. So I, um, I truly believe that the journey that I've been on has been um, a combination of few th- of a few things, and I I like to call it c- courageosity. So it's it's the combination of having courage and curiosity. So having the courage to be curious. Um, I do a lot of you know I get a, a wild hair you know wild brain idea in my in my in my head, and I. Google search it. I call up people who know better than I do. I take a, a take a shot at it and see where it goes. So, kind of my process is once um, I get an idea kind of stuck in my head and it's kind of resonating in there, I like to take action. I like to fail quickly and recover. If if it's mm. a, an awful idea, I want to get it over with. So I kind of go wholeheartedly in one direction and see whether or not it's going to take off. So I. Move, I, I am always moving. So I love to just move, move, move every single day. And I welcome the failures because you can fail quickly and recover and move on to something that's going to be successful. So let me unpack that a little bit because there's sure. a lot there. Sorry. I love it. No, it's no, no, no. This is super powerful. I just want to make sure everyone hears it. And so 
the idea of, you know, you get the idea, you run with it, even if it fails, like we give a lot of meaning to failure. So in your own mind, how do you, um, how do you, how have you reframed the word failure? You still use it, but when you say it, it doesn't mean the same thing that most people think it does when they say it to themselves. So how have, how have you reframed that word, Abby? Sure. So testing. So it's, it's not a failure in that you're, you're not moving in the right direction. You're constantly, or I'm constantly testing to see, you know, if this ad will work, if this partnership will work, if this um, new product will work. And so, you know, I have tested and failed several times on a product that I truly believe in, which is this foot spray that I've been talking about for a while. And I truly want to bring this product to market. And I have not had success with finding a contract manufacturer that can help me bring this to market, but I'm not giving up. I, I fail on the smaller things in terms of finding a partner that can bring this to, to market, but I'm not failing on the bigger idea of I will bring this to market. So I, I fail kind of on the execution, um, or not execution side, but kind of on the smaller project management side, not on the big idea. Got it. So you might get stuck, you might get stopped with something, but you keep going. You're looking yes. for the next way to make it happen. Or and the I next have this, piece. yes, and I have this sign sitting, like hanging directly past my monitor that I, that I look at every day and it just says, keep moving. Like just keep moving and you'll, you'll fall into valleys, but then you'll climb your way out and you'll climb up to the top of the mountain and then you'll fall back into a little valley and then you'll climb back up, you know, so you'll always have kind of these ebbs and flows or valleys and peaks, but, um, you just got to keep, keep moving. I love it. I love it. Okay. We've kind of talked about this, but I'm curious if there's sort of one overriding limiting belief that you let go of, or, you know, that, that what, that number one thing, that one, number one limiting belief, when you look back that you changed in order to double your sales. Do you remember what that was? There, there are a couple. So like on the product, so I'll look at it from a, kind of a, a, my offering side that I, I didn't want to make the ask. And now I've framed it where this is some helped because I've gotten some positive product reviews back from, from women who have said, you know, this product has absolutely changed their life. But on, a, on an offering side, I wholeheartedly believe in what I offer. So I, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I'm not upset or embarrassed or shameful of making the ask because I'm framing it in a way where I have a product that can help you. Like I'm alleviating a pain point for you. Give it a try. And if you don't like it, I'll refund your money. So, you know, it's that product offering is, is, um, I'm very comfortable there and I'm no longer afraid to make the ask. On a personal side, I now know that I am worthy. So I had a very hard time believing that I was worthy of being successful and having a lot of money. Um, and now I, I know and wholeheartedly believe that I, that I am worthy and that I do put in a lot of hard work and I personally am worthy and I'm worthy of sharing that, um, those dollars with other folks, how I see fit. So, um, you know, it's just, it's great to be able to, to sit in this space because I was resisting it for so, so long. Yeah. Yeah. Just to hear you say I am worthy in such a clear knowing way says so much and explains like this trajectory that you're on right now. And so for people who are listening, if you're not quite there yet, that, you know, the best investment we can make is to work on ourselves and to read those books and to go to those seminars and to, you know, support yourself and get a coach if, if you need that kind of you want that kind of relationship or that support to help help you bust through that stuff because it's amazing, right? As our inner world switches and shifts what happens on the outside. So I know people are curious, Abby, I know 
know you've done a lot in the online space. Um, you've done a lot of work on yourself. You've done a lot with tons and tons and tons of marketing research. But what were you? What would you say are the top two strategies that you used to double your sales? If you're willing sure. to share some of those things. Sure. Um, so. I have had tremendous success with um, Facebook ads <laughs> and Instagram ads. So those kind of, um, I guess those are more tactics, but um, you know, those uh, have been tremendously helpful for me. And again, it goes back to always test, fail quickly and recover. Because there are ads where I wasn't making much money and I was spending too much. So, you know, you know, I shut those down and reinvested those, those, um, funds elsewhere. So, um, I guess, you know, for me, a a tactic would be Facebook ads, but then the strategy again would be fail quickly and recover. Um, and, uh, I, I just can't say this enough, but keep moving, I guess, you know, just keep moving and focus on kind of the money-making activities. Cause I, I think oftentimes people get distracted by, oh, this is the latest advertising, um, or marketing thing you should do, or you should be focusing here. And, um, I, I think, um, you know, Rebecca actually helped me reframe, but focus first on where the money-making activities is. So if that's developing partnerships, develop partnerships, or if that is, you know, direct-to-consumer marketing, focus on the direct-to-consumer marketing, but find the path that is the shortest to the money-making activities. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, because we can spend so much time doing a million other things in our Mm -hmm. days, and if we're not focused there, it's not going to happen. Right. And then testing talked about and you do tons and tons of research I mean tons the other thing I think um, that you haven't mentioned and and maybe it's not something you think about because because it comes so easily to you but you're very intuitive uh, and so because I think it does take intuition to know which way to go which path to go because indecision is still a decision and we can be we can decide to be an indecision all day right right so how do you use your intuition to kind of figure out the next path or the next marketing strategy or the next fill in the blank? Sure. Um, so I make decisions kind of fairly quickly, right or wrong. Um, but I, you know, I think you mentioned in sales camp how like to decide is to close a door so that another one can open. Like just the the um, basis of the the word. But um, I I trust my gut, you know, and and I have, and a lot of that comes down to having the courage to trust your gut. Cause I think a lot of times people have intuition or know, know where the right path is, but they don't, it's, it's scary making a decision and then moving on to the next one. But the more, it's like a muscle, the more you do it, the easier it becomes to just kind of trust, trust your gut, make a decision and move on to the next thing. Um, but I've, you know, I've had success doing that early on in my um, journey. So it was just easier for me to, to develop that muscle. But I, I wholeheartedly trust my intuition and, and listen to it quite often. So yeah, thank you. It's a great reminder. And I think for people who are listening, it's, we don't trust that intuition enough. And looking back, we'll say, wow, I should have, maybe I should have done something different, or I should have known that. And it's just, it's, it is, it is a muscle you develop. So Abby, you are an expert in women's insoles. You're an expert in (laughs) business growth. You're an expert in online sales strategies. I mean, you have lots of areas of expertise. Can you share a little bit like what, um, just two to three tips that you'd like to share with our listeners in any of those areas? I know you have so many things that you could gift them with. Um, 
sure. I guess so. If you wear high heels and are looking for a way to wear your high heels four times longer without pain, <laughs> I encourage right. you to go to my website at vivianlu.com. And um, I am I'm honored to offer your your listeners. I'll give you a twenty percent uh, coupon code. Um, and since the name of this. Uh, podcast is double your sales we'll just use the coupon code double and you can get 20% off your your purchase um in terms of online sales so and e-commerce I truly believe in the power of Facebook advertising and it can be, Facebook has such power to kind of niche down into location, into interests, into purchasing behavior. So um, you don't need to spend a lot and I would you know, encourage folks to even, regardless of what business they're in, just to attract folks' attention. You know, you can spend as little as $5 a day or $10 a day. And I know that sounds a lot for folks just starting out because it was a lot for me. Um, But do it for, you know... three days and see if you get any people signed up to your email um, address or make, you know, sign up for a free giveaway or... um, uh, purchase you know pr- your product or service directly off your website. So I would I would test um, and and play around with Facebook ads to see what what sort of interest that can generate. Um, what else? I'm trying to think. What else? What about business growth? Like someone? I mean, you you know I mean you've had tremendous business growth in a year. You were very clear on that though. I mean, you blew past your original projections that even at a time when you thought, oh, I don't know how I'm going to do that, and now you're. I think you said. Are you trying to 10 times that? I mean, you have massive goals this year. Yeah. For someone who's looking to, to do that, you know, to go from 1500 a month to what you've done, what what advice or encouragement do you have for them? Sure. So I like to main, I'm not a control freak, but I like to maintain control of everything. And so um, customer service, the, the more you grow, obviously the bigger, the bigger customer service pool you have and time you have to spend there. It was very, very, very hard for me to... Um, allow someone in to help me with customer service because that honestly is one of the most important customer touch points is um, how how quickly you respond to inquiries, how fast you can process refunds if someone's not happy with the product, you know, those sorts of things. And so I was really hesitant about letting that go, but it was taking up so much time and I was not able to focus on the long-term vision and I was doing day-to-day, you know, I got to get back to this person. It wasn't allowing me the space to focus long-term. So I actually hired a virtual assistant to help with customer service, and it has been a lifesaver. I send her an email every day saying, thank you. You know, you, you <laughs> literally have changed the way I'm able to grow because um, she has taken those day-to-day activities kind of off my plate, and I trust her 100% with how she's handling and representing the company. So um, you know, that's, it's hard as a solopreneur to be able to, um, share your vision, especially I think with that first either contract employer, full-time employer, just however you're, you're seeking help to kind of let go of that, um, control, but it allows you so much more space to be able to think long-term and dream bigger and get kind of the larger picture items completed. Well, yeah. And I mean, you've done it all with such a, 
I mean, a pretty small team, which is, is proof that it's possible. Um, and a great reminder that we do need to ask for help. We cannot grow if we don't have that help. And I think other the other thing is this, like you held on to the customer service piece for a long time because you care so much about your business. And I get that. And I just have one more question, then we have to finish. But how did you say to yourself, maybe there's someone else who could do it better? Or how did you find this virtual assistant to help you and get that off your plate so you could focus on other things? <laughs> so um, again, intuition um, and kind of trusting your gut and Google search. That's, that's really it. So I Googled, um, uh, virtual assistant companies and I went with the one who got back to me the fastest because in customer service, you want quick response. (laughs) And I spoke with their, um, the, the person who kind of onboards new clients and she was asking what exactly what I was looking for. And this woman that my virtual assistant who, was assigned to me. I mean, so they have a pool of virtual assistants. She sent me an email and I am one for exclamation points in emails. <laughs> That's just how I write. And I got an email back from her introducing herself and she sounded exactly, she wrote the way I wrote and used exclamation points where I would have used them. And so even before I got on the phone with her, I was like, done, she's it. Like <laughs> it was just, so, um, you know, I think I, I honestly, I know this sounds kind of hokey to some, but I put it out there to the universe or the greater power that I was looking for someone who had the same demeanor, the same approach, the same writing style as me. And I found her, you know, it was just, just, it's, it just manifested. So, you know, I think being clear on what you want and then putting it out there to whatever um, belief system you believe in and letting them or it kind of help guide where you go or who shows up in your life is powerful and has worked for me. So, well, you know, I don't think it's hokey. I think that's truth. And it's, it's brilliant because, you know, number one, the clarity that you had, you knew exactly who you wanted and you believed in yourself. You're, you're worthy enough to have to, to want the person who will just take it off your plate. And that took a while to get to that point of like, you know, I am worth this. I am worth having that kind of team surrounding me. I am worth, you know, having a multi-million dollar company. I am worth all of these things that you've created. And so that that working on yourself for everyone who's listening, like start with that worthiness piece. Take care of you first. You know, it's just like if a boat is going down, man, you got to take care of yourself first and make sure you're okay so you can help everybody else. And as business owners, we're so often like throwing everybody else life jackets that we're not taking care of ourselves. And I think you're just a phenomenal um, model for that. So. Um, one more time, Abby, tell everyone um, to, where they can go, VivianLu.com. What can they receive? How can they connect with you if they just you know, want to uh, learn more about the company or whatever? How can they find you as well? Sure. Yeah. So the website is VivianLu.com and you can use the coupon code DOUBLE for 20% off. If you want to connect with me personally, um, feel free to reach out. Um, my email address is Abby at VivianLu.com, A-B-B-Y at VivianLu.com. You can also find me on LinkedIn um, at Abigail Walker. Um, And, you know, I would welcome you to to kind of connect um, on social media um, outlets as well for Vivian Liu. And you can find us at uh, on Instagram and Facebook and Pinterest and Twitter. Phenomenal. Abby, thank you for being here today and for sharing sure. just everything and for being you. We appreciate oh. you. <laughs> well, I thank you for being you. You have um, truly, truly helped me um, on this journey and I, I could not be more grateful. So thank you. Oh.
My pleasure and honor. And for those of you who are listening, um, we want you to be part of our community. If you're not yet, you can check us out on salescoachnow.com. We have a cool free video series, Sales Secrets of the Top 10% to find out what those 10 percenters are doing out there to grow their sales. Uh, So you can go to our website and grab that. If you're interested in our next sales camp, there's lots of information on salescoachnow.com as well. And there's also an opportunity to um, schedule a coaching call with someone on my team or with me on the um, sales camp web page. So definitely go and check that out. Again, we want to thank you for being here. We wish you your best year yet. Thank you for listening to Double Your Sales. To get even more information to take your sales to the next level, visit us at salescoachnow.com. That's salescoachnow.com. Join us again next week to learn how to double your sales.